You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I mean, we're probably 20-point underdogs, and we're going to the number one, te- the number one team that's I know they're not the number one seed, but they're the number one team that's won the AFC the last two years. Arguably the best team in football. We don't have a chance. So let's just go in and play and have fun. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome on in Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we get set. For Wild Card Weekend in the NFL, the voice there of Ben Roethlisberger, just going in to have some fun. He thinks they're 20-point underdogs. He's just having a good time, Ben Roethlisberger. That, that was my favorite soundbite. I was just talking to Gertrude about that. Like, I wanted to be like, no, it's just 12 and a half. Maybe you can cover, Ben. That reverse psychology by Ben. We've got no chance. We're just going there to have a good time. Uh, we'll get to that game in depth with Chris Mack, 93-7, the fan out in Pittsburgh, and part of our BetQL network later on in the show. 20 minutes to know Simon Hunter of the Action Network will join us with his thoughts and plays on this weekend's games. We'll dive into some injuries. Last night, I did not make it through the full Bulls-Nets game, Joe. It's probably better I didn't because that game got lopsided pretty fast, and I fell asleep. I did, and I'm stayed up a little bit afterwards. You know how it is. You can't go right to bed exactly when you want, and I'm feeling the pain on this Thursday morning. And uh, maybe Ben should be 20-point underdogs. That That's where I look at it. Actually, that's where my mind is on this Thursday. Uh, after a few days of sports betting content out there in the world, and for this wildcard weekend, we're getting more than we ever have before with the proliferation of uh, legalized sports betting throughout the country. New York, that's big uh, over the past couple of weeks. Looking forward to talking to the fellows in Buffalo later on today and how much betting they've been doing. But as we see more and more sports betting content, what I see a whole lot of is a lot of love for many of these underdogs. And um, I'd be scared if I was an Eagles fan. If I was an Eagles observer, I'd be very concerned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Eagles have to be concerned with Tom Brady more than they have to do with, uh, with anything going on in the betting space. But I, I actually don't like the dogs as much as as a lot of people do i mean just as we've gone through the games this weekend the eagles obviously i like them as a dog this weekend and i think new england and we'll talk a lot about that game the next couple days and and today um i just do not trust josh allen right now and and the buffalo bills in that weather in cold i should it's buffalo that's the home team but i don't other than that i I don't not love Dallas, the not See, Arizona. I'm on the Cardinals, and you're on some other dogs. So I think we're on different dogs, yes. and maybe that seems why it seems like everyone's on the dogs. But um, I just think it's going to make for an interesting weekend. With all these tight yeah. spreads, it's going to be fun. But maybe well, this history- is natural, Joe. Haven't we talked all year about how there's not a great team? There's, there's a lot of good teams. Maybe this is just mm-hmm. a natural – like I think a lot of people have a feeling we do throughout the season, like – 
that team's really a two seed or a three seed. Are they that good? They've had ups and downs like Buffalo, right? Their ceiling is sky high, Yeah. but they've had bad weeks. So I think it's almost natural. Like, all right, they're not that good. They could lose. And then you start putting it all together and people get excited for the dogs. I, cu- I couldn't even tell you what the seeds are. I mean, I'm so entrenched in betting. I only care about the numbers, what's happening with the numbers. I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I know Tennessee's the one. I know Kansas right. City's the two. But was it New England the six? Like, it New doesn't England matter to me. <laughs> I, mean, I, yeah. I had to think about yeah. it for a second. Right? I mean, yeah, we're so entrenched in the numbers. That's all we seem to care about, which, which I think is accurate. I don't know. I mean, history tells us that as far as this weekend goes, and it's a good point, that uh, this is not like most seasons. There isn't the, oh, the buy teams are the great teams, but usually the one and two seeds. There's this massive divide. There is a little bit, a little bit, but I don't think it's as big as uh, some would suggest. I mean, I, I think arguably the best or second best team in the NFL is playing this weekend. It's just a wonky season. Now, history tells us that the huge favorites for this weekend win and cover. They cover the big numbers. And there are only two of them. That's that's the other thing. As home field advantage has shrunk, that means those point spreads, the, those sizable favorites, they're not as big as they once were. So uh, we only have, was it two of them that are north of a touchdown, right? And, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and all of the others are four or less? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, four, so four, and four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. So that might be part of the reason that we've seen so much because once you're at four or less, I mean, field goal or less, I kind of view most of those as coin flips anyways. Yeah, no, it's absolutely correct. And I think, you know, the only one that would really surprise me if they won outright would be the Steelers. (laughs) You know, a lot of these really do feel like they should be, you know, closer to coin flips. So here's an interesting number, and this applies to all the games except Steelers, Chiefs, and the Eagles game. Home favorites, seven or fewer points since 03. So it's a pretty big sample now. We're almost looking at 20 years of sample. 14, 28, and one against the spread. Home teams, mm-hmm. seven points or less in this round. So a lot of close games and upsets and just outright upsets. And so, I mean, there will be one or two this weekend. If you had a, if you had a ballpark right now, if you had to guess the number of upsets we get. Straight, 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 straight up. up upsets. Straight up. I go two. Two I'll go. three, I think. Two out of six is what I would say. Mm. I'll say three. So that means we're getting at least 50-50 against the spread for the favorites. Right? That means if, if they cover the other three, it's 50-50. If, if there's a win without a cover, you know what I mean? Like the Chiefs win by 11. They don't cover, but they win. Yeah. That means yeah. it's a dog's weekend. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Uh, boy, if the Chiefs don't cover. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just... could... No, I don't know. I don't know that. You know, I'm starting to see what what I've noticed as far as that game is. I expected everyone to be like, "This is crazy. This is going to be terrible to watch. You've got to get a bet down." I'm taking the Chiefs, no questions asked. I'm not seeing that. Even people that are making strong cases for the Chiefs, at the end, they're like, "Um, so I'm going to bet it a different way." Like, they're worried about that 12 and a half, and that's why we see that resistance. And Pittsburgh, always a public team, and people right. buy into Mike Tomlin as, as an underdog. There's a reason that we're not at 14. And I thought by Thursday, Friday, and maybe we will uh, this weekend, that we'd be at 14. But that is just a lot of these numbers. Uh, outside of Cincinnati, Vegas, they're just stop cold. It's weird. None of them are moving at all. So I noticed yesterday, yeah. uh, and then we'll get to some injury stuff from yesterday, that, that, that it does apply to what uh, we're talking about. 
But I noticed yesterday the Eagles' money line number. I've been watching this the whole week. Just this, It's going down. Now, do uh-huh. you think that means the, the, the line's going to move? Like, are, because obviously something money's coming in at some way on the Eagles, right? Why is, the, why is that number moving down? Yeah, yeah. No, people are t- – I saw plus 340 earlier in the week, right? It's plus 300? Mm-hmm. I saw 295 plus 295 on FanDuel, fan yeah. Yeah, people are taking shots on that. So right? do we right. follow the money? <laughs> I already did. I you guys did. You guys have been on Philly all I, week. I didn't bet Eagles. The only underdog I bet was the Cardinals money line and also on the spread. Yeah, okay. plus 295 right now. So – it is still obviously the second biggest uh, money line. Steelers, Steelers are five to one on the money line in a playoff game. Holy cow! Wow. No, no thanks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> That's what I it. want no part of. No. That one is no. Um, all right. So some stuff we're watching here for in terms of injuries across the league. The one thing uh, that stood out to me the most yesterday, guys, was Trent Williams. It was not practicing. The left tackle for the San Francisco 49ers his elbow. Aaron, he's I think the best left tackle in the NFL and they, they won without him this past Sunday. He didn't play against the Rams. I think it's a lot to ask though. Like he's gotta be out there. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, that pass rush the Cowboys have. I think the 49ers need Trent Williams on Sunday. I, I agree. And I think if he can go, he will. He's the type of guy that has, when he was with the football team, I covered him. I was in that locker room. I know him well, and he's, He'll play if he if he can. He's not the type of guy that wouldn't want to be there for his team, and he can play through injuries. He's played. He does it all the time. So he said he's maybe, playing. Maybe they felt like yeah. they needed to give him that extra week um, just to get him ready for the playoffs. I don't know, but I w- I would be shocked if he doesn't play. Yeah, he said it himself yesterday. He's like, I'm playing, so whatever. I cannot practice, <laughs> but I- I'm going to be out there on the field. So, yeah, he's yeah and now the practicing part, I wouldn't look too far into. I mean, yeah. that was kind of a theme. A lot of guys don't like prep. Just ask Allen Iverson. Who likes uh-huh. practicing anyway? <laughs> I mean, tr- does Trent Williams need a lot of practice at this stage in his career? No, I think no. he'll be just fine. <laughs> I mean, there are a number of teams that treated it much like the regular season, and I'm fine with that. How many uh, players on that Niners injury report did it say rest next to? A handful. Um, there's a lot of teams handling it this that way right now. Tyron Smith, same deal. Well, not same deal. He was limited yesterday, but he is dealing with a couple of things. He's had the the knee and the ankle going on. Uh, I saw that as somewhat notable. Pollard practiced in full. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So we we didn't see him in week 18, but uh, he practiced in full. Kind of makes me think the ramp that he's going to get more time. 
I don't know if they're going to pull that trigger, you know, with Zeke, how much they love him and, and how much uh, work he got in week number 18, even though, you know, they weren't playing for a ton. But I'm really intrigued how they end up using Pollard. You know, I, there are a bunch of games here where I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know which game plan Zach Taylor is going to bring. I'm not sure which running back the Cowboys are going to lean on. And that's what's so exciting that we have so many head coach slash play callers and quarterbacks that are going to be going through this experience for the first time this weekend. Yeah, it's interesting in the NFC. There's a lot of inexperience, I would say, in the postseason in terms of making deep runs, right? You look through the NFC. Number one seed Packers, obviously Aaron Rodgers has done this a million times. But then you go through it, the teams that are playing this weekend in the NFC, Tom Brady has done this a million times. After that, though, is Garoppolo the most experienced quarterback? Yeah, he has to be. He has to be, right? He went to a Super Bowl. Dax won one playoff game. Um, And, and, I mean, Murray and and Stafford. I mean, Murray's never been here before. Stafford is – lost in the playoffs before he's never won a playoff game and then who am i missing oh hurts obviously jalen hurts playing his first playoff game so a lot of the the nfc has a a group of like super experience with brady and and rogers and then like not much after that yeah 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 and i think all of us uh, take that into account much more than we do uh during the regular season once you get to playoff time as far as the injuries for the most part i mean we're going to talk about tampa bay at joe g i know you're following it closely with the eagles but outside of the Tampa Bay situation, there's not a lot going on. There's nothing happening with COVID. And as far as major injuries, there's Trent Williams, but he says he's playing. I mean, I, I'm not going to say he's going to be 100%, but the guy's playing. We know about the Bucks injuries. But aside from that, I mean, aren't these teams fairly healthy? Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of them seem to be. I'll throw this thing because I know a lot of our listeners are going to do props this week. So. Uh, on the Eagles Bucks, two two things to look for. Levante David still seems like he's not quite right. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be out there. Um, Arians on Tuesday and yesterday was vague about it. Adam Schefter last night said maybe not for Levante David. It seems like Shaq Barrett and JPP are, are on their way back for the Bucks. So that's good for them. But Jalen Hurts yesterday, I believe it was the first Wednesday since his ankle injury, he practiced in full. So that yeah. week off really, I, I think, helped him. So his rushing prop. I wonder where it's going to be set at, if we, we could see if we could find it today. Because I think it's going to fly over. I, I think he's going to be a big part of the rushing game on, on Sunday. He had two rushing touchdowns against the Bucs in Week 6. And Josh Allen in that December game, remember the, the Bills played the Bucs in that kind of wild back-and-forth game? Josh Allen ran for 100 yards in that game. So I think Hurts is going to run a lot on Sunday, assuming he's as healthy as he seems to be right now. Yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, there there was a reason that – he was taking a seat. I'm yeah, I'm not seeing it out there. Not yet. There I do see props on the Tampa Bay side, but uh books are holding off on the Philly side. Yeah, well, I think I think they're waiting for Miles Sanders probably because he yeah. has a broken He's, hand. But he was limited he practiced yesterday, right? Yeah. I just wonder like right. can he hold can he not fumble the football, right? With with the cast on his hand, that's going to be interesting how much run he gets and if he's effective in that game. How do you feel um, seeing that a lot of people are making the case for Eagles? It's not just you. You were on it right away. You, you have not hesitated for one minute. You're writing columns about it. But now, as you see others kind of jumping in, how does, uh, how does that sit with you? I'm not surprised that people are in on the number. It's a big number. I mean, eight and a half is a big number. That's, I, 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 am, I think that's the right side of the game. I, I am surprised more people. So you're hearing more people on the money line side of this. We had one of our guests, or was it Ian McMillan, right, that said he would sprinkle some money line on the Eagles? You know what? I've 
surprisingly. I don't think there's one game uh, where the public is so heavy on one side. Oh, that that's a public game. Uh, the public's all over. There's not one. I, I haven't seen, and you always take it with a grain of salt, but I haven't seen one book report 80% of the bets, seven, even 70% of the bets. It's really uh, a lot of two-way action that we're seeing uh, going into this weekend. And I, a lot of different factors, too. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean uh, when the public's coming in on the dog or it's even action that it's wrong at all. I mean, sometimes there are those public underdogs that you want to be uh, steer clear of. But um, I just find it interesting because this is usually the week when you separate the real contenders from the pretenders. And it doesn't seem to be the case. And I guess I think you're right, Joe G. Overall, it goes along with the theme that we've had all season. The group of potential Super Bowl winners is not four or five. It's more like 10 to 12. Right. Which means most of them are playing this weekend. Aaron, you had a tweet this morning with the trend of like, hey, if you think a team can can cover, maybe just sprinkle something on the money line. So I, I wonder if that's playing into people's thoughts as well. Like, all right, that's a big number. They could cover it. If it's close, I'm just going to bet a money line. Screw it. Yeah, the actual number is um, in the last 56 wildcard games, the outright winner is 48 7 and 1 ATS. Wow. So 48 7 and 1 ATS the winner. So that also goes with short spreads. If you think the Rams are going to win, maybe you just back the Rams. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BeckQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sports. But coming up next, Simon Hunter of the Action Network joins us to break down wildcard weekend across the NFL right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.